From the studios of Boise State Public Radio News, more Idaho matters right now. Did you know that up to 80% of cancer patients suffer from malnutrition while they're going through treatment? That statistic is from the Cancer Treatment Center of America. And that's one of the reasons why Treasure Valley Company Thomas Cuisine partnered with a Mountain West Cancer Institute to help combat this issue. And joining us to talk more about this is Allison Pat. She is president and CEO of Thomas Cuisine. Allison, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. So first off, Allison, can you just tell folks who may not be familiar um, what Thomas Cuisine is? Absolutely. So here at Thomas Cuisine, we are a scratch-cooked real foods company. Uh, We're actually based right here in Meridian, Idaho. We started out of an Idaho garage about 36 years ago. And today we provide culinary services for our client partners at hospitals, senior living communities, private schools, um, and company offices across the United States, and especially here in the Mountain West. And so your real focus too is, as you said, it's that real, you know, the real food, trying to get away from, from processed foods. That's it. You know, our founder had a really um, transformative experience himself in terms of, uh, you know, food as part of the healing journey. Um, so we as a company really took that to heart. We believe that food can be nourishing, delicious, but also really healthy and actually uh, fuel the body and really enhance health. So talk to us about this partnership um, with a cancer institute in Great Falls, Montana. Oh, we are so excited about this. Um, So this summer, we officially launched our very first teaching kitchen at Benefice Hospital in Great Falls, Montana. And uh, gosh, we were just so delighted when this partnership came our way. We have been partners with Benefice for quite a while, um, but they brought to the table this, this concept of creating a kitchen space within their cancer institute that uh, we could actually be used to activate and execute a program that brings food and healing together with their patient cancer, uh, uh, their cancer patients. So uh, we started this in uh, June. It was our kickoff month. And June was really all about cancer prevention and cancer survivorship. Um, you spoke to some statistics just a minute ago. Um, those dealing with cancer often have appetite loss, fatigue, some very physical ramifications of that. And so we are just delighted that we've got a partner at Benefice that truly believes in the power of food, food as healing, and brought Mm -hmm. us to the table to actually develop courses and curriculum around this. You know, Allison, and and it was one of those things when I found that statistic that I was really shocked by. I mean, because it's, I mean, we know that a lot of cancer patients lose weight, right? I mean, we've all had a loved one or, or a friend who's gone through cancer and you, you see the certain things that they deal with, but to the point of malnutrition, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty sobering. It's, it really is. And quite frankly, a lot of times food is just not brought to the table as part of that solution. Um, I mentioned it before, but our founder actually dealt with cancer and food was a big part of how he really combated that and extended his own health and his own life. Um, So for us, this was really personal And, uh, you know, we got a chance to really put together some exciting curriculum that make food not only a healing portion, but also fun. Um, So to be able to bring these cancer patients together and teach them about antioxidants or cooking with limited sodium, uh, maybe plant-based proteins, mocktail parties, how to enjoy a party without alcohol. Um, We had a dietitian and a chef that in each of these classes brings them together with the educational component, but also that interactive cooking class. And my Mm. favorite part of how we've designed these in partnership with Benefice is at the end of each of the classes, they get to have this family dinner. 
So they eat all this food that they they had this chance to prepare with our chef and our dietitian. And uh, they also leave with recipes, a market basket with ingredients. They can take that home. Um, so it really brings that joy in addition to the healing portion mm-hmm. of, uh, of the journey. And, and what is the ultimate goal of this new teaching kitchen? Yeah, you know, I, I think there's multiple goals. One is to really um, leverage more of that lifestyle medicine approach to healing, to really bring food in as part of the journey, Um, not only for cancer patients, we're looking at extending that out. Right now Mm -hmm. we're designing a a cardiac rehab class, a diabetes prevention class. Um, So connecting the food, cooking, uh, nutrition element with what they're already getting throughout the hospital with their providers. That's a big piece. Mm-hmm. For us personally here at Thomas Cuisine, this is also our opportunity to really build out a sustainable model to bring this to our other healthcare uh, clients and partners mm-hmm. right here in, in Idaho, in the other states that we serve. So many want to do this, but they're just not sure how to make it sustainable. So for us, this is part of discovering how can we do teaching kitchens, urban gardens, really make it meaningful for patients, for our partners, and, and also financially uh, sustainable. Well, and I think you bring up such a good point, right? Where you said that a lot of times with when someone's going through something like cancer, and we could put, you know, cardiovascular recovery in that as well, yes. is that we know food is important, right? We know diet is important. However, it's it isn't one of sometimes the main focuses for these patients. Um and, and yeah. just from my own personal experience, I mean, I know even, you know, this was years ago, but when my dad was a cardio patient. And he knew he needed to make better food choices. But at the time, there it was kind of like, okay, well, cut out salt, cut out this. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, okay, that's easy to say. But if you've never done that, and if you don't know how to cook that way, right? There's, yes. And if you take the joy out of food for people, mm-hmm. they are not going to, to make healthier choices. That's right. And, you know, for us, it's right in our mission, this real foods thing. Uh, We talk a lot about it as a company. We have 1,400 team members that are all personally committed that food can transform your life. Many of us have our own personal stories. You just spoke to one. Um, So to to be aligned with the right kind of partners, to be able to bring to the table something that matters. And we've seen over the course of just two months, uh, individuals who suddenly had fun with this that is a tough journey. Talk about a cancer journey to be able to come together and have community to believe that food can really empower, heal and connect you. That's our goal to really bring that, that power of food to the Mm -hmm. table and hope that somebody then is inspired to take that home. Um, It's one, one meal at a time. For us, we say we get 22 million opportunities a year. That's how many meals we serve at Thomas Cuisine. 22 million meals come to the table and, and that's an opportunity to change a life each day. So how are you hoping to expand this? Because my understanding is that with Benefest and Great Falls, I mean, they were a big partner with you. You know, they mm-hmm. um, they raised money in order to get this teaching kitchen put in place. Um, how do you do that in, in other locations around the West? That's right. So some of our partners already have kitchen spaces, so they don't have to fund the build out that Benefist funded. 
Um, and then for us, we're also looking at how, how do we participate in the grant writing process to actually identify mm. grant opportunities that make these kinds of projects a really sustainable offering into the future. So we've learned a lot through that process that we're now able to bring to our other partners. Um, so we're excited. We've learned a lot through this. We now have some best practice. There's opportunities to also connect these teaching kitchens uh, with state-funded food pharmacies. Um, so if mm. you're not familiar, there, there are real opportunities to bring fresh fruit, vegetables, um, really healing foods to those that may be underserved or in markets where they just can't get access to that food deserts. So there's some really interesting connections between a lot of state and federal programs. We now have a lot of those best practices. And so I'm excited to say many of our other healthcare clients are now tapping us as a resource to do this themselves. Well, what about outside of the healthcare um, industry? Mm-hmm. And 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 I ask that because I'm I'm thinking of you know just if you want to be healthier as a family, right? Or let's say you want to make sure your kids make better choices. And I think getting your kids in the kitchen really makes a big difference. But as a mom, yes. I mean, as as a mom, I hate cooking because I have to do it every single day all the time. Um, and so you, but but with that, I mean, but you want. I do, does that make sense where, where you yeah, want to do more does. for your family, right? And mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like a teaching kitchen would be amazing. Yes, that's right. And so you're right. For us, this isn't just about healthcare. I mentioned that we we serve several segments and quite frankly, we serve our own team members. I too am a mom. I've got two young men uh, that I am raising. And part of our mission is to educate and advocate for real foods. And that starts at home. Um, So for Mm -hmm. me personally, that's been a journey. We got rid of all of our ultra processed foods and really decided we wanted to teach our sons how to cook. And you just said it, a lot of people, you don't have time. It's inconvenient. It feels like work. Um, We are working to bring a little bit more joy to that process with recipes, ideas. We've created a lot of fun little videos for our own team members and the partners that we serve. So we see a lot of opportunity to bring this kind of program to schools. Um, You just said it. A lot of young people don't know how to cook. So Mm -hmm. as we have entered into um, private schools, we're partnering with those schools and some neat programming around how to educate on how to cook. Um, Why is it fun? Why is it neat? How do you get to meet the farmer and understand where your food comes from? Uh, It was amazing to me when I took my kids to a local farm here in Idaho. They didn't know that's where chicken came from. (laughs) 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 They thought it came from the grocery store. So just to to bring those little lessons to our teams, to those that we serve has brought us a lot of personal joy and we're excited to scale that. And so before I let you go, the hope though as well is to partner with some of the other hospitals and cancer institutes that you already work with to to create these, these teaching kitchens and then expand from not just cancer patients, but to other patients who are dealing with disease as well. That's right. And Oh, we see so much opportunity and not just with those that we already serve, but also new healthcare partners that are starting to wake up to this real foods component of healing Mm -hmm. who are interested in lifestyle medicine. So we've been delighted to see a a real big transition out there in the industry and and we're excited to, to work with more folks that get it. You know, it's so interesting because I think that sometimes within our culture, we've, you know, we, we want convenience, right? And a lot of that has to do with you know, I think it's parents working, right? Well, you're just busy. Everyone's busy and you need that convenience. So then how do you still make it real mm-hmm. whole foods, right? And convenient. And and I think that you really can, but even something as simple as, as you mentioned, like 
how do you know, you know, no longer use as much sodium in your diet, right? Just kind of take salt out. Those make such huge impacts in your health. And it's just getting, I think sometimes that information for folks and to let them know, like there are ways to make your food still taste good for, for it to be a joyful experience. That's right. And, you know, I actually just read a study, it's funny timing, that said 50% of uh, folks who were were surveyed in a, a recent study across the U.S. were interested in eating healthier, but they don't know how. So mm-hmm. we we don't make it easy, right? Labels are confusing. Going to the store can be confusing. Um, we here at Thomas Cuisine are trying to make that a little clearer, um, again, with our advocacy efforts, our education efforts allowing really easy recipes that you can take home and in 10 or 15 minutes for under $20, you can serve a family really good dinner. Um, That's the kind of stuff that we're trying to bring into the world because we get it. It's hard. It's confusing. Um, We're kind of going back to if your grandma wouldn't have recognized that ingredient, (laughs) don't bring it. Don't, don't buy it. Let's go back to whole foods and things that really um, that, that they come from the earth. That's where the real opportunity is for nourishment and health. Well, you're speaking my language when you're saying it's 10 to 15 minutes. That's that's yes. what I love to hear. <laughs> Allison, it's been lovely speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudet. We'll see you tomorrow. From an Iraq war cover-up to towns ravaged by opioids to the roots of our modern immigration crisis, Embedded explores what's been sealed off and undisclosed. NPR's original investigative podcast reveals why these stories and the people behind them matter. Listen to the Embedded podcast only from NPR.